0: orders that that is what you're supposed to be doing because you could be reaping yep. a whirlwind that you don't really want to yep. if you're not called to be standing in that gap at that moment you, it might be a little bit more painstaking. Did you hit record?
1: So, welcome back to Average Shows guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um. I was close enough last week to Thank
0: you. <laughs> Brad kept playing with the controllers last week. <laughs>
3: uh. So, Brad, the the question that you had had sent in the text was um, uh, the assumption that all of us should be leading at some level, uh, and that that would be a worthwhile question to consider. And I think. Um, And then jokingly or not jokingly said, you know, are we willing to speak up at the school board meetings? Or are we willing to uh, speak up at, you know, at the the drag show, you know, or or wherever else we see that stuff. And I'm not sure that, um, like, I think, Chris, what you're saying is that that I'm not sure we're, I think we're all called to lead in some way, shape or form. I'm not sure we're all called to lead uh, as social activists, kind of Correct. things.
2: Yeah,
3: I think if we can get men uh, to lead in their families, boy, that's a huge start. Yeah, you know, that that in itself. I posted a thing today that had this these two statistics. It's like point <clears throat> zero 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 one nine five percent of your kids will ever play professional sports. Yeah, but one hundred percent will face Jesus. Yeah, so yeah. Get them to church. If we can lead in that, like, it, okay, we're we're going to put you in places where you are going to encounter or have the potential of encountering Christ. Um, I'm going to lead my family in ways that um, that are glorifying to God. I'm going to uh, lead in such a way that, as simple as saying, you know, grace before dinner. Or yeah. it's funny this afternoon, my wife was selling these ski boots to somebody off of facebook you know and she didn't want to bring the person into the house because you know with the dogs and stuff Mm. she goes well just make sure i don't get shot (laughs) so what i literally went down stood there by the window and you know made sure that if she did get shot i'd return fire (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. reactive (laughs) but i think we can lead in ways, every single day as men. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be um, in politics. It doesn't have to be a big to-do. Sometimes God does call us to lead in those Correct. ways.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: Correct. <clears throat> but that was my take on your
2: question. One of the reasons, well, there's two reasons I wanted to bring into that up today. And one was because we. Uh, I didn't think we really landed it last week and wanted to bring it down to the personal and, and family level. <clears throat> Uh, the other reason was I've got this book uh, by Gregory Brown that um,
3: uh, what's his name? Greg McAllister. Yeah, Greg
2: loaned me for this talk, and it's very detailed. And it's got much more in there than I'm prepared to get into. But I had read the this is the preface. He's talking about preparing the reader to apply to Nehemiah's life, and I thought that last week I'm like. I don't know how, uh, I think probably what we're talking about is true and important, but how many of us are going to actually be a Nehemiah? I don't aspire, I don't even want to be a Nehemiah. I don't have the.
0: Well, I don't think Nehemiah aspired to be a Nehemiah. I mean, I think there was a part of him that was, he was in favor of the king, he was a close confidant of the king, he was in his services to enough that mm-hmm. the king recognized that something was off with him emotionally. So I think that speaks to a, a relationship that the two of them had there. But I don't think Nehemiah was going, look, Lord God, use me and help me do this.
2: His heart broke for Jerusalem, though. He it asked did. his people when they came back, how are things? And it, it, like, twisted his soul. He's praying and crying and fasting, which I think is an indication that he's called. He, yeah. he was could have had a passion, like...
0: But I don't think Get he me. set. Out, I don't think he set out that day initially to go. You know, I'm going to ask for God for how I can go serve Jerusalem. And maybe no. he did. You know, he was he was broken hearted over the situation of it. But it was God that led him into that role of being governor of Judah. Absolutely. God leading him into that role of going and being his advocate in Jerusalem to be re- rebuild that wall. I don't think in the initial starts of Nehemiah that that was Nehemiah's envisioning. Like no. that was that was what was the outcome. But I think we we find it's another example of someone God used to do something great. But I'm not entirely certain that they were great. No, it, it's God to start using
3: it's God using the ordinary to accomplish Correct. extraordinary things. And I think that heartbreaking, that heart wrenching, soul tearing, was, was was affirming that God had put a call on him, that God was calling him. Um, that it, he was so deeply moved that in itself says, "Okay, the Lord's doing something here. He's calling me to something."
2: I wonder. Uh, I wonder if he had a type A personality. You know, pe- leaders generally do, and don't have to. But uh, personality theory is popular in this generation. It certainly uh, wasn't back then. But um, and we can overdo that by blaming my, you know, I couldn't do such and such because it's not my personality and then God can't use you. or, And God gives grace for our need too. So, But I was also thinking about, we're trying to learn from Nehemiah on his, how to be a leader <laughs> by, by the leadership of Nehemiah <clears throat> and I wonder how much of his um, accomplishment was because of his training, his skills. Uh, and we don't know that. Or or was it? You know, God can just uh, touch him, and boom, you're competent. We like to say, you know, God doesn't call the uh, competent, and he uh, he or the equipped. He equips the the, uh, the called or whatever. The, uh, we blame it on the Holy Spirit rather than, uh, but we can also use that as a an out, uh, where maybe you know I don't feel called, or or the Lord hasn't told me yet or whatever anyway um so we're trying to learn we're trying to apply his life to ours so that we can be the best that God wants us to be in this in our life in this generation by learning from uh what God did through Nehemiah and um that's a hard stretch um especially when you think of leading a group uh, and out of well, they were out of their country, back into another country, to be in charge of such a project, and uh, they'd be like, I don't know, they'd be a consultant like you or or a a CEO, a director, uh, and I think most of us are like, yeah, that's not me. So. Bringing that, so what? What are we? What What are we trying to learn from Nehemiah? And and that's what I want to do to bring it down to a level any any man could do. But I was I'm not sure what the author of this book he in the, the preface he starts out by basically making the implication we're all leaders, and uh, I'm like so we can all we're all expected to be a Nehemiah's or we all can be or whatever, and he pre- prefaces it with Second Timothy two two. Uh, where he tells, Paul tells Timothy, and trust, and trust what you heard me say in the presence of many others as uh, witnesses to faithful people who will be competent to teach others as well. And, and again, <clears throat> I'm, I'm thinking this is even a bigger stretch because these are pastoral epistles mm-hmm. that, uh, that we're trying to tell the average Joe, uh, then, all right, so now God expects you to teach the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> uh and I was uh, I was thinking about this question for the opening the first time we ever started talking about this cuz uh that's that's a tough uh I don't believe that. Uh, and I think people often make make stretches like that that don't belong um and yet that doesn't mean um just because I don't think this applies to all of us listening uh doesn't mean we don't have something to uh, To learn from it, and so it goes with Nehemiah. I don't think uh, God calls most men to to be Nehemiah's uh, or to be Bible teachers, but we do we do need to. Uh, well, in Deuteronomy, I do think that uh, was it five six. Uh, he tells us to teach uh, the God's commands to our children. Mm-hmm. When you Lay down when you get up. When you walk along the way, uh, that we should always be, <clears throat> and so we are Bible teachers. We're supposed to, f- um, uh, and and one of Paul's epistles, I think, are, uh, uh, we're supposed to uh, wash our wives in the Word, uh, which might be just reading the Bible to them. It doesn't, but it doesn't make us pastors or. Bible teachers, elders, or whatever. So, so those are examples of, of how uh, the preface here is correct. And, and I wanted to be able to make that Nehemiah application then to, I think, uh, in last week we kind of kept it up in the area of Nehemiah, the CEO or national or um, advocacy, uh, the high level. And I wanted to, let's bring it down to where someone like Levi then can can apply the uh, the life of Nehemiah to his his life.
0: So immediately, where I'm going to is the idea of so the practicality of Nehemiah. You've got Nehemiah yeah. leading the remnants of Jerusalem, essentially building the wall, right? But yeah. it says that each man was responsible for the wall directly in front of them. Mm-hmm. That's that practical day to day content. Like I might not be the one giving direction. But I'm responsible for this area right in front of me. Yep. And I think go back to uh, one of the books we read in Fight Club, Mansfield's Books of Manly Men. Mm-hmm. He talks about his, his tenants and that each man needs to care for what he is responsible for. Mm-hmm. So whether you are married with kids, married with grown-up kids, married with grown-up kids, or a single dude hanging out in the college dorm, we have areas in our lives that we have been given governance over that we are to tend and care for. Maybe that is keeping our room clean. Maybe that's keeping our desk organized. Maybe it is just being an example and a reflection of his light in a very dark world and standing in the gap when he calls us to stand in the gap. That even just by association with us, people know that there's a difference and people want to feel that difference in their own lives or be different or just coming alongside people who are brokenhearted. Like, you can lead in that way and never be a leader of men. Mm-hmm. Or you can be a CEO in a company and you can run your company with biblical, practical guidelines and run it in an ethical, moral way and do things that are right and holy and just for your employees and that filters down to Joe Schmo who's working the assembly line. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think... I think we have to look at that fact of it's coming back to each man being responsible for what is in their immediate realm. We don't have to go looking for a leadership role. We don't have to go looking for a promotion, a position Mm -hmm. change. We don't have to go looking for a pulpit at a carnival or a a festival or a sign at a fair parade. Like We don't have to do that. We have to be... Subject to the spirit, but be responsible for what the spirit and our father has given us to us in that immediate realm. Sure. Yeah. And and that might look very different for different people. You know, that might mean I'm just I'm just gonna let my light shine and I'm just gonna love up on people and make sure that they know I'm and I'm here for them and being a good friend. It might be that is the realm of your responsibility. As you get married, that changes to now I have to care for my wife and protect my wife and I'm I am now the shepherd of this household, and I've got to lead accordingly. And knowing that that's our first responsibility, then you have kids in the mix. Now, okay, I'm responsible for their friends coming in the door, and you know I'm not necessarily vetting every single background and doing a background check, but who are you hanging out with? What's going on? What are you watching? Mm-hmm. What are you re- listening to? What are you playing? Mm-hmm. Having that level of involvement, and in you like you could do be a leader, if nothing more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I think
3: you know sometimes what happens is we read scripture right. And there's hundred names, hundred and maybe two hundred names of, of we, people we know that are leaders in the Bible, and it, it's very easy to see these these specific uh, narratives being told with specific people, and we forget that there were thousands of other people that yeah. that are are encompassed in that yeah. scripture, and so then we get thinking, oh, I got to be a Moses or I got to be a Nehemiah, you know, if I'm reading the Bible and. The reality is, I think God calls each of us, as you're saying, to lead in our sphere, to lead in this this area, our families, or, mm-hmm. and it's it's always, and then occasionally there's the the person who is called to something more. It always cringes me when people say, "Oh, I want to do big things for God."
2: Mm.
1: That's
3: that may not be what God wants you to do. Yeah. He might be asking you to the little things that that you aren't taking care yeah. of, and. Um, it's an it's an easy trap to to fall into to think mm-hmm. oh i'm going to make this huge change in the kingdom of god and mm-hmm. really what he wants you to do is to love your kids well enough that they that they know christ and there's always this weird juxtaposition too between leadership and serving right mm-hmm. there's you if you, if you're leading and you look behind there's nobody there well then what's the point of leading you yeah. got to and and i always go back to that passage of choose today whom you're going to serve Right, so that's mm-hmm. a servant mindset, yeah. And then the follow up is, as for me and my household, we're going to serve the Lord, mm-hmm. and there's a leadership principle there, mm-hmm. right? So I'm serving the Lord, and I'm leading my family, my family and I, my household. We are going to follow the Lord. We're going to serve the Lord.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I, I think there's some there's some balance there, and I think we do need to avoid the trap if we're going to do these great big things. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I am so. And content's the wrong word. But I, I am excited, probably is the better word, to be in a small-town community church. Yeah. And yeah. it's fun that it's growing, but I have no anything, any thought mm-hmm. whatsoever of becoming a big-time church.
2: Yeah. You know? well, um,
0: well, I think people, it's, I think there's a vanity piece that always has to be served in the flesh in some of those capacities of thinking mm-hmm. that, you know, whether it's intentional or not, Everybody likes to be recognized for things, and everybody likes to have that pat on the back and say "great job" and "good job." Sure. And, and what am I doing? You know, and I think of my, the name is escaping me, but you know, it talks about I think in Luke when Christ was pre- when Jesus was presented to the temple. I mean, here's a woman who just did nothing more than pray at the temple every day, and she was listed in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She 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 just she prayed. That was mm-hmm. that was what she did, and mm-hmm. it doesn't say anything more about, you know. What she did for the community, and she she prayed, she loved God, and it starts there.
2: And, she was a widow, I think. Yeah, she yeah. was a widow. And there was an old man there too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but
0: like some of, the, if we really want to start tearing at names of the Bible and who we want to compare ourselves to and things like that, there's a lot of people who are mentioned in the Bible that they just were doing, they were loving God, and that was yeah. th- that was what they did, and they loved God enough to be be listed in the scripture. That's right. It's like so, John Mark, right?
3: The only time yeah. he's really mentioned is running off naked in the garden. So <laughs> that's, all that's who I'm going to be <laughs> for something. <laughs> please, please, no. don't. so, so
2: Nehemiah was obviously Anyways. a man, a man of prayer, <laughs> and we were talking about how important prayer is just now. So, do you guys uh, pray for your family? Mm-hmm. Your, yeah. Do you uh, and or with?
0: It, it, so we try you know we i pray for my family but like so prayer time for us before our kids go to bed what i try to encourage is i'm not leading this prayer this is the time that i'm going to have you pray mm-hmm. like you hear us pray you hear mom pray you hear me pray you've this demonstrated is the, for them yeah already. this is the time now for you mm-hmm. to pray and no judgment you, you just it's speaking you know well we have to correct sometimes like okay you kind of were doing stand-up comedy there as your prayer. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, remember that who we you're we, speaking to. I do. We that. don't
3: start out with dear Buddha. <laughs> I do yeah. that. We, <laughs> we, we we
0: know that God has a sense of humor. We get that, but like, you're you're praying and closing out your day, so we try to encourage that. We you know yeah. we try to encourage praying before our meal times and yeah. you're, you know, reading our by bi- Bibles and spending that time. As mm-hmm. the kids get old, you know, it's harder when the kids are younger because you're really having to do. Mm-hmm. But as our kids have gotten older, I've tried very hard to say. Okay, you can pray tonight.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I pray. <laughs> nope. yeah. I have my prayer time. This is your prayer time, and this is encouraging you to have that on your own.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and our kids have gotten older now, so the the mm-hmm. the, uh, the twins are both out of the house. Um, so we we pray regularly for them, um, and Jackie and I will driving back Monday nights um, will often pray through the kids and. Um, Uh, you know, just for specific things that are going on with them, we will when stuff is bothering them. Like Emily will, will be struggling with something or anxious about something, and say, um, have you have you taken that to the Lord? Have you been praying? You know, and she's like, well, I have, but I'm not hearing any answers. I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, are you listening? Mm -hmm. Um, Rachel is. um, Rachel, (laughs) she just continues to. Uh, amaze me. She's just growing like crazy and um, last week I think said, you know, hey would you think Brad would be okay if I took the, the EHS class? I said, I think so. And, and talk to you. and uh, Yeah. So you know, she's practicing the two minutes of silence before and after her quiet times, which is not easy. <laughs> but she is, you know, she's challenging. She read Richard Foster's chapter on fasting and wow. um, so we're we're trying to encourage and talk through some of that stuff, but it, a lot of it does come from demonstrating it, making sure that we're praying before meals, you know, making sure that we're um, keeping focus on the Lord. Charlie has talked about, you know, they got stuck in a hairy situation with a tree, and he said, "I just stopped and prayed. We got, we Lord, we need your help in this one." Mm, and, nice. And that's leadership. I mean, he's yeah. working for the state now. Fortunately, he's got a guy. At least with him, who knows of the Lord, um, and I think it is is coming back to the Lord. But um, I was, you know, that's that's one of those proud moments of saying, "Good job for you, you know, on doing that." Um, but we don't have the opportunities as much as we used to, where we would sit down, yeah. and mm-hmm. listen to them pray or have them pray or pray with them.
2: Mine was much more. I had much more involvement when they were younger too, and I don't know if I just got lazy and uh, or uh, really legitimately had a developmental idea of discipleship where uh, stopped. So we would we would have devotions at the dinner table. We would pray before the meal uh, every meal. Um, <clears throat> And it, the younger kids, it would it would be a, a simple devotional that we picked up from somewhere, and uh, might have simple questions. Uh, and as as they now that they're older, we we just pray at dinner, and we, we try to we might just have a, a spiritual conversation, ask questions. So how's your devotional life? Rather than I'm going to do devotions for you or with you, you know the hoping to make them independent where you can have your own quiet time with God and, and I'll check in on you. <clears throat> Hopefully that's a good developmental decision. But we, So I don't lead the family in devotions anymore, but um, like last Sunday, I think it was, the question of um, eternal security came up. Hmm. Once saved, always saved because my daughter goes to that kind of church. We go to this one that is... Uh, uh, I don't know what we call it, but uh, anyway, uh, the point was uh, we had a spiritual conversation, brought up some some uh, applicable scriptures. It was brief and uh, and good, but was kind of spontaneous. So, and my wife and I uh, have our own devotions, but we we hadn't done anything real personal together uh until we start getting aggravated with each other <laughs> and, then, and then we're like yeah and then i'm like all right this is my job i i can't
0: was it over a spoon
2: no but uh it doesn't have to be much does it it could just be you know the door is closed but it's not latched anyway um Thanks, it was Chris. A, It was a spoon, right? Thanks. No. But all, we have had. Have I said? I, I brought yeah, that up, didn't I? <laughs> no, not this time. I I serve her, literally by uh, picking. I'll pick out. So it's me, her, and Hannah for breakfast. So I'll I'll set the table before they're even up, and I'm uh, put the breakfast bowls out. Grab the spoons, and just a handful of spoons, and some of them are desirable, and some of them are not desirable. <laughs> I will pick the one she likes. And put it at her place because that's what Jesus would do. <laughs> anyway, um, so um, we have started doing um, Wednesday uh, marriage meetings. We call them, and we're going through emotionally healthy relationships together. In uh, and we'll talk. And uh, sometimes I had uh, we had met a couple of times, and I'm like. Uh, jeez you didn't even pray <laughs> yes that was me so uh, last week like yeah we probably should be praying uh, sometimes when you're aggravated you don't feel like praying <laughs> but uh, so that's what we're that's what we're doing together and I wonder if maybe we should have been doing that all along and if we had been doing that if I had been leading that way all along we wouldn't have come to that place of aggravation or, or maybe not. That high or wide or whatever, and so what do you guys do with your wives? And make sure she has the spoon she wants. Remember <laughs> though. Remember <laughs> though. We're talking about Nehemiah. This is spiritual, but but it it's uh, uh, material too, literally. So uh, uh, Nehemiah four four, we're fighting for our brothers, sons, daughters, and wives, right? Yeah. That's how it You're goes. Four fourteen. Four fourteen. Thank you. Need to. You need to get
0: back into Fight Club,
3: right? Yeah, do another Fight Club.
0: <laughs> Listen, with
3: your phone, the it's always right there. All you yeah. Need do is it. yeah. You I yeah. don't, <laughs> don't need the address anymore. I can't, I can't even take you as
2: credible <laughs> anymore. Like you don't even four, know. The four four. <laughs> And that's what I'm going to have to do when I get to the pearly gates. When St. Peter meets me and asks me, why should I let you in? I'll reach for my pockets. Wait a minute, where's my phone? Because <laughs> I gave my wife the spoon. Yeah. Yeah. The spoon yeah. She wanted oh, you're, you're in. You're in. Right in the book of deeds in Revelation. Uh. Where the books were open and, and uh, the book of deeds was reviewed. <laughs> anyway, so, what, uh, so it does. You know, Nehemiah's thing is, Fight. He was talking about literally with spears, but also, but also spiritually, uh, fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters. We're fighting for our families, yeah. and this is we're fighting the devil. Uh, we're, and fighting too. we're fighting ourselves. We're like, fighting. Yeah.
3: Like Jackie, mm-hmm. so we're gonna have dinner tonight, the family, and then normally she's always she's asking like because she wants to be exercising, mm-hmm. so she'll say you want to play racquetball, and I'm like. I got stuff to do. It's not what I want to be doing tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting over this cold.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, this morning I said, "Well, I'm doing the podcast, and then dinner, and then if you want to play racquetball." And she's like, "What? Really?"
2: <gasps>
3: and it's it's killing I'm fighting myself. Like yeah. it's not what I want to do, and, yeah. but I know it is
2: dying to yourself. It's exactly what it is. Uh, thinking so, other people's needs is more important than your own. Yeah, and so
3: if finding ways to. You know, it's simple things of of doing the dishes after yeah. dinner, getting up and, and forcing myself to do things that serve her, mm-hmm. um, and I know that's not a spiritual thing necessarily, but it becomes one mm-hmm. for me because this is not what I want to do. I want to watch, you know, the third episode of Mash or whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever else is going on. But okay, I'm going to force myself to do what is right, which is to serve my my wife. And it
2: builds. Your relationship yeah, it builds it does. your marriage, and it protects. Yep.
0: Yep. So we, I mean, we, we have our conversations where each of us is at, and we try <laughs> to check in. I mean, for me, you know, Mo's Mo's my best friend. So like, we have no shortage of wanting to spend time together and 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 have that connection and communication. Um, sometimes we get a lot more than.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. Then we get a lot. Sometimes we don't get as much as. Mm -hmm. we would prefer, especially with her and her master's program right now, we're getting,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, maybe a half hour night or something to to kind of sit and just chit chat with each other.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But it's kind of along the same lines. Like I, my, my goal is one that she, I demonstrate my love for her daily. And maybe that means I'm making dinner. Maybe that means I'm going and running an errand for her. Maybe that means I'm dropping something off at school that she forgot at the house or Something like that. It might be an inconvenience. I would rather not have to get dressed at 745 in the morning and go out in the cold, but if she needs me to drop something off, I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, you know, making her very much aware of the fact that I love her and that there, there doesn't have to be a doubt, there doesn't have to be concerns or anything like that, that, you know, she's, she's, my, she's my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, together we have... Challenged each other at different times where, you know, if she's feeling detached and disconnected from things, you know, it's, you know, I look at that as my role as okay, well, have you spent time in prayer today? You know, have you spent time at his feet? What is he telling you to do? You know, think, going back and putting it, directing her back to her relationship with him versus her relationship with me. Mm -hmm. And she will do the same thing with me. If I'm Mm -hmm. feeling very frustrated, well, when was the last time you prayed? Mm -hmm. Well, it's honestly probably been a couple days where I've been. Yeah. where I've really made time to go mm-hmm. do it the way that it should be done.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, no wonder you're feeling upset with the world. Yep. Like, right. Right. So being able to challenge back <clears throat> each other that way and push each other back to having a biblical, eternal perspective. Um, likewise, I also have learned that if she, it's just I need to give her that time to, to feel whatever she's feeling and vent whatever she's venting, and then yeah. I'll pick my spot with, well, you know. Mm-hmm. Probably could pray, and that might make you feel better. Like, but that's not my that's not my go to. Yeah, <laughs> I've learned the spot of where that comes into the conversation. Oh, yeah, um, but it, it's really just trying to live. You know, I, I think I take that that part in Ephesians where it talks about a man and a wife. It really, what I would look at it is, this, you have two parties that are living for the other person, mm. and they're sacrificing their own self for the betterment of their partner's good. Mm. And when you do that. Think good things happen.
1: Mm-hmm. It doesn't
0: mean that you're not going to have disagreements. It's, and you know, we've mm-hmm. still had as long as we've been together. We still have to remind ourselves sometimes that we still are two very different people with two very different point of views, mm-hmm. and we can have two different sets of opinions. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be all the same. Yeah. But also having patience with each other, having okay, I know you're upset right now, but I know it's just because you literally spent three days up until one o'clock in the morning working on your master's project, and your fuse is a little. Mm-hmm. Sure, so I'm going to choose not to Yeah. make this bigger than... Yep. Yeah. you win. It, it, currently needs, it currently needs to be. Yep. 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 Right. So.
3: <laughs> he thinks he gets out of all of this.
1: Like, I did the intro. I
3: don't have to. I said, welcome back.
1: Oh, man. Let's see. I mean, you guys all said a lot of good stuff. I mean, for us, it was really... Probably the thing that was best for my wife and I was me moving jobs mm. solely because, and I didn't know it in the time at the time, but after looking back, in those six years that I was in a career that was, I don't want to say killing me inside, but mm-hmm. kind of,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I was so fo- every night. I was so focused on me, and just spent my time complaining about me being yeah. in that position. Yeah. That wasn't able to focus on my wife. And then when our daughter came into the picture, Mm -hmm. my wife and my daughter. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm a lot better, a lot happier, a lot more content where I am, I'm able to go home and actually be present Mm -hmm. in those moments. It could even be the three minutes before bedtime when we do family prayers. Mm -hmm. I'm actually present in that moment. I'm not there but complaining or thinking about and dreading what's coming up next day. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I mean, I know it's not easy to say if you're not happy, just quit your job and move on. Mm -hmm. But for me, it worked. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know... Where was it going with that? Uh, I don't know. I lost a (laughs) (laughs) a chance. You (laughs) made an
0: interesting (laughs) phrase there, and I I think I want to... What's that? It's that be present. Mm -hmm. And that's sometimes the best way that we can be a leader is just be present. Be present in our kids' lives, be present in our Mm -hmm. wives' lives. You know, we think about, you know, those families where... You know, I've got the man cave and I've got the hockey game or the baseball game on downstairs and I'm in my man cave and she's up watching Lifetime movies or something like that or she goes to bed before I go to bed and it's just like you're living two
1: separate lives. You're not present. I like, every night, I, and this is another thing I don't like doing, but I do it because I know it's good. Is The bedtime routine, it's all three of us up there. Yeah. yeah. It's not, my wife, okay, I'm going to take Heidi to bed. Good night, kid. See you later. Yeah. i will do my stuff. It's, I'm going up there with them. mm mm-hmm. Oftentimes, I'm, oh, why are we doing this? Come on, yeah. kid. Put your PJs on us go. Come on. Come on. Yeah. But then she goes to lay down, and she, it's gotten to the point that she won't let me leave the room, as in the kid. Yeah. Until we say our nightly night, prayers. Yeah. And nice. my wife has said, this is your job. This is what you need to do. Mm-hmm since you are the leader of the household mm. and recently the past couple <laughs> of nights is funny how we all need a wife this is your and, job as leader of the household yeah. do it and, and, <laughs> but like, you're the leader <laughs> yeah and, like, uh, less, probably like a week and a half ago my daughter was like I want mommy to do the prayers tonight," mm. and she kept saying it and I said well this is daddy's job this is what he does mommy might put your PJs on brush your teeth but this is what daddy's going to do mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's well. Where's Daddy? Why isn't he mm-hmm. doing prayers? I know the other night, past couple nights, I've been doing work in our on our house, getting the new bedrooms set, uh, set up. And I'll be cleaning stuff up, and they'll start the bedtime routine. And Heidi's sitting in bed waiting. Mm-hmm. Then my wife will come out and say, "Oh, by the way, she's ready to yeah do, do prayers." So she's expecting me every single night to come in, and do that. And that those three minutes it might take, my wife's able to go out and do something else. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's not forced to be in the room. To put the kid to bed. Yeah,
2: nice. That's huge. I think the uh, I was thinking with with again connecting with Nehemiah. the The Hebrews were very traditional. They had habits, lifestyles, uh, culture, routine, and and we kind of poo poo that these days, and uh, some of that is is to our own harm. I think. It would be so good to get that the uh, routines back. So when mm-hmm. at what you're doing. So when you um when you pray with her at night, do you do you have a? Are you teaching her a prayer? Or are you going freestyle? A little of both. Oh,
1: we frees- it. We, we freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> he wraps it. Up. He puts the hat on backwards. Oh yeah. so, <laughs> but
2: and no. you're not doing now. I lay me down to sleep, no, or not. or the Lord's prayer, or something. No. Uh
1: usually it's me. Okay, what are we praying for tonight? And it's interesting because then you get to see what she's been thinking about. Ah. Sometimes it's, oh, nothing. Then all of a sudden she might be saying, oh, I want to pray for my cousins. I want to pray for mm. my grandparents. I'm like, oh, okay, so you're thinking. You've been yeah. thinking about so-and-so or we mentioned so-and-so tonight, so you're wanting to pray for that person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, I don't want to pray for anything. Okay, well, Daddy's going to do a prayer and just make yeah. it up as we mm-hmm.
2: go. Nice. Whenever I pray at dinner, it, uh, it can be pretty light or... Sometimes a joke too. I'll pray in King James,
1: sometimes. <laughs>
2: uh, but I the pattern. My basic pattern is, is uh, start with thanks, thank you, Lord, for something. Yeah, you know, whatever. And it might be our daily bread or whatever, and then to intercede to ask for something. I often mm. pray for our church or whatever is going on spiritually. Uh, but it's brief, and it's it's freestyle but i've seen my kids copy uh, although levi he i think he closed the podcast out once in prayer and and uh, he prays a little differently than me which is neat to see
0: well that's the thing as your kids get older too it's one thing you know we can you know we can kind of sh- we can give them the, the outline you know mm-hmm. this is what it looks like you know this is you know, we can revert back to the lord's prayer like if you're struggling with praying there's a god jesus gave his disciples a template to follow like he can, he yeah. doesn't you or if nothing just pray the lord's mm-hmm. prayer yeah um but allowing them to have their own relationship with christ and god as far as how he speaks to them and mm-hmm. and how they relationally put things back on his feet you know josh is my outdoorsy kid not the outdoors hunter or fisherman kid but the outdoors i just want to be in his creation and then he's in awe of the creation mm-hmm. you know he told us this this week you know, as much as your parents want to know like that he was out on a bench at 2.30 in the morning sitting on the lake praying mm. and that sometimes God just calls him to be he can't sleep and God just brings him out to the edge of the lake and sits there in the middle of the night mm. and it's, I'm thinking to myself I'm like okay that's the part of mine I've got to release like uh, <laughs> do, do some you, deep uh, breathing it's, are you okay is everything <laughs> safe but like that's that's his walk with God. So being able to say, here's how we're mirroring it. You know, you're doing that with Heidi to say, mm-hmm. you know, we're praying. So she's seeing you watching that, but then being able to transition to say, now this is your relationship with God. How I pray isn't your way to pray, and how God speaks mm-hmm. to me isn't the way he speaks to you. And, and being okay with that, yeah. um, and allowing them to have that level of intimacy with their creator, outside of our, right. our input and our and in taking
3: it one more orbit outside of the family, I, I think um, having multiple people leading the prayers in church, you have yeah. very different styles yeah. of prayer between uh, Brad and Chris and Ted and Kim. Elaine and Kim. Yeah. Very all three or all five, whatever it is. Brad, um,
1: Brad's prayer sermons and
3: yeah, <laughs> but very. Well, I sigh a lot so. The, 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 very different very unique right Mm -hmm. and so what it's doing is it's setting an example for the entire church that not every prayer everybody's prayer is going to look the same Mm -hmm. and that's okay we're we're speaking to the lord and i you know i think of kim like you know she wouldn't even pray in a small group you know when she first started she didn't know how to pray Mm -hmm. and then she started praying in a small group and now she's praying in front of a church and is it the most polished prayers we've ever heard? No, but we're teaching folks you can pray, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. here's some ways of that that might look like. And it, mm-hmm. I think it's the same the way with our kids. Is um, you know your it's now your your relationship with the Lord. How do you mm-hmm. want to speak? How do you mm-hmm. want to? Uh, you know, communicate with the Lord is what you were getting at, and really, what Heidi—I mean, the kid—gets at. The kid.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I really—that was not on purpose. I <laughs> so good slip.
0: So good. Were we not supposed to say her name? <laughs> Cause I, said her. I oh, can it go in mad. and wipe
3: her out. I can mad. take her right. Don't out. take her? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, to Brad, you know, you would ask the question about like, are we praying with our kids? And I think there's more that we can do. Than just praying with our kids and have devotional time. You know, one of the things that we try really hard to do with our kids is we try to take things that are happening in relevant status and put that back mm-hmm. and 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 kind of put bring God into discussions yeah. as many yeah. times as we could. I, I I know I'm probably a little late on the conversation with some with my youngest kid on a certain topic, but we got to mm-hmm. have that this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Was he in church on Sunday? No, 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 no. Oh. He he went downstairs. Okay, it, it, he's. It, for me, it's always been a mind of, like, I want to preserve that innocence bubble as, as mm-hmm. long as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he's going into health class this week where uh, it's going to be discussed
2: mm-hmm.
0: fairly quickly. So it was just, okay, I'm going to have this conversation. But even in that conversation, being able to say, but this is how God created us to be. yeah, And this is what God gave us as a gift from. And bringing him mm-hmm. even into that discussion, mm-hmm. trying to interlay that. It's not giving a teaching or a sermon or always about having to have mm-hmm. the devotionals. but yeah. Take the real-life situations and tie God into it. If we're having a conversation with our kids because they didn't clean their room Mm -hmm. the way that we wanted them to, Mm -hmm. we can either bring the hammer down on them or we can show them some level of grace. Or Mm -hmm. we can say, even in grace, there's still a punishment that's coming (laughs) your way. Um, And I use that as just a a Mm broad-spectrum example, but we can have it just as in our day to day and i think yeah. that's what we think about when we think about that verse in deuteronomy on the tongues and our hearts that we're daily
2: yeah
0: we're making yeah. sure that we're recognizing and that our kids are recognizing that we serve god yeah. and yeah. that we love god and that whether they choose to do so as you said you know serve whoever you want but as long as you're in my household this is mm-hmm. yeah we're serving the lord mm-hmm. um um and for most part, we're finding that as the kids have gotten older, they're finding ways to bring it in themselves, mm-hmm. and 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 so that's always encouraging Excellent. as a dad.
2: Yeah. yeah. How we doing on minutes?
0: Forty-two minutes. Oh, we
3: jumped right in. We didn't have any soft.
2: Yeah, <laughs> little <laughs> banter. Oh, I wanted to mention again to everyone to try and get some dialogue going. So, what's our email address? Brad is determined about the dialogue. Average
1: Joe.
3: At, 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 at gmail. Yeah, um, it's at gmail.com. Yeah. I think it's Average. Hope
2: Average Joe at gmail.com. Hope uh, being like Hope Chapel. Yes. Right. Hope Average, average Joe. H O
1: P E A V E G. Gmail. R A G
0: E. Maybe uh, someone could drop a comment in the offering box that we could pull out to say to
1: Joe's if there's something they want us to talk about.
2: <laughs> yeah, if we need uh, we need some new talent. If, and it, if here, it helps, you <laughs> he won't
1: say your name on air if you yeah. yeah. want us to. Yeah, or, or be, it sounds or like
3: Brad's trying to replace himself, he's I, looking to get out. <laughs> no, I, I've uh, <laughs> the
2: podcast I listen to most uh, has a, a listener Friday and a mm. feedback Friday, and I love the the interaction and sometimes. Uh, my host will even read text messages in real time. Oh, I was just, you know, so-and-so just said it right, right now, based on what we're talking about. I think it would be neat to have uh, dialogue with our listeners, and I think it would make our program more So do we try for attractive. a
0: live event one night? And... <laughs> That'd be fun.
2: Or we could do
3: that, yeah. Or And the other thing is, is that we always record between 5 and 6 on Tuesdays, and so you... Uh, if anybody's listening and you want to shoot me a text during that time, um, the the church has my number. I'm not going to put it. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say I just got a text uh, yesterday because it did go out publicly with the um, the information for the for the the, for the dinner the, dinner, the uh-huh. game dinner and we got our first four sign-ups which is pretty cool nice oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. march march 15th march 15th and yeah. if you
1: feel so inclined to help out and offer your services let us know
3: yeah we need we're gonna do have to sign up for food so we need folks that are willing to bring food i've got a sign up uh set to to go this sunday uh if anybody's really good at advertising and likes doing that i've got posters that need why to go are you looking Windows. at those i'm not i'm Ooh. not I'm, I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. and then uh so food advertising and uh, helping to secure door prizes, so I'm I've got a bunch of those set up. But can I need we
0: more. set up something from the Hope Chapel Facebook page that they can share out? Yeah, it's already on there. Okay. i on there like So how much how I go on there?
2: Yeah, uh, my New Year's resolution was to stay off there for a month. So Friday, yeah, the month is over. I'll be able to get on there. My New Year's resolution. Tell was not all just my that Resolution, so that way I can't be disappointed all. with myself. Exactly. <laughs> all ten is ten- strong. <laughs> So this Sunday is is uh, average Joe check in, right? Sure. Hope yes. chapel the men check in also there we have sure communion and we come down here and yep. and check in. Well
3: the check in this week will actually be upstairs. Oh is it? Uh, the all the way upstairs. And the Ryan chaotic. Ryan's gonna lead that.
2: Why are you taking us upstairs, Ryan?
1: Because you're doing eh. Oh, S-T- that's right. I'll be. I won't be there
2: attending. I forgot. I I won't be there. Uh, well,
1: with that going on,
0: I mean, would it be just paid better just to cancel it out this month, and you've got your your group, or
2: the man? I don't know. I, I only have five men in my group. <laughs> I'll, I'll yes. go up, and if
1: someone wants to come up, they can. Yeah. That's yeah.
3: what it is. Might just be you and Chris, and uh, if
0: I think. Oh, have you seen my attendance the last six weeks? I,
3: you were there this Sunday. <laughs> I did notice that. I'm not counting or keeping track. That's Anissa's
0: job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still get asked to do things, so I must not have upset anybody too big. Um, well, let well, well, uh, Mark take you out of town, what are you going to do? Exactly.
3: You're going to just have to grin and bear it at this point in
0: life. Watched so. everybody in Texas panic over an eighth of an inch of snow. That was fun. Ugh. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: not what I was paying attention to on Texas, but we're on our way out of this uh, episode, aren't we? <laughs> uh,
0: go Texas.
2: So, good morning. Good Pray so. with your family. Be Love present. your wife. Be, Be present. present. And see you in church on Sunday.